Hello and welcome to the What's Cooking podcast. This is our Adjusting With mini-series where we're chatting to some of our past guests to hear updates on how their businesses are going and highlight any new initiatives that they might be working on at the moment. They'll be talking us through how they're adapting to challenges and generally keeping going during this time. If you want to find out more about these guests that we're chatting to, and we definitely recommend you do that, you can scroll back through our archive and find whole episodes with these guests. You can learn about their businesses and what they're about. We really hope you enjoy these mini episodes and that you find some kind of comfort or inspiration in what they have to say. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Um, yeah, fine. I feel like I don't really know like how to answer that question anymore. I'm like, yeah, fine. Yeah. Like every time I like catch up with friends, everyone's like, how are you? And then it's like, well, we spend the whole time talking about everything that's going on, and I'm like, can we please talk about something else? But then you realise there's nothing else to talk about. Um, but yeah, I'm fine. Just keeping on, and uh, yeah, all good. How's everything with you guys? Yeah, we're pretty good. Um, feel like, I think me and Kat feel like we've said it so many times and we forget that we're having like a new conversation. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. We said it. <laughs> I've listened to lots of the what's cooking, like the, the new little series that you're doing, um, this series. Um, and it's been really nice, actually. Like, it's, it's a really lovely idea to go back and speak to people that you've spoken to before and seeing how things change and how everyone's coping differently. Um, which is quite nice. And I feel like most of them have been really uplifting as well. Um, yeah. I'm actually so impressed. I, th- I feel like everyone generally is seems to be coping. I mean, I, I don't know whether that's really ignorant and just like from my like bubble of friends and colleagues and stuff, but I feel like everyone has proven, I don't know, they, they, they seem quite optimistic or like, just everyone's just trying to keep their spirits quite high and I think that's really nice. Mm. How has it kind of changed your day-to-day? You were doing kind of, are you doing two days or three days photography like every week? Yeah. Um, I was, before I'd say, yeah, I was probably splitting my time like two or three days a week photography and then two or three days a week, um, like food writing, recipe development, that sort of stuff. Um, so, I mean, to be honest, mostly when this first happened, um, every, all of the shoots that I initially, I was actually away. I was in Switzerland. I went to Switzerland. I cut it really fine. Um, and was like no it's fine like I'm just gonna go and then I came back like literally the day before I came back I got like a series of about four different emails being like sorry this is cancelled this is cancelled this isn't happening that's not happening anymore and I was like oh god like that was already like probably the most stressful holiday I've ever been on because of everything that was going on and then I I saw those emails and I was like oh no like I don't know at that point as well like things hadn't really sunk in or like I wasn't no one was really sure what was going on or like how long this would last so I just thought okay it's fine I'm gonna have a couple of weeks of like no work no biggie um but then it sort of continued that way (laughs) um I think for the first three weeks I I actually so when I got back my mum then got ill and she got the well we think she got the virus I don't know whether I had it and gave it to her but um so we were then isolating for like two weeks so I couldn't really do much anyway um and then after that um I started I don't know I think I took those first three weeks as a bit of a okay take a step back it's fine 
don't panic about anything just use it as a bit of a, a break um which was nice um but then I was like okay you need to start thinking of a plan and figure things out um so I started reaching out to like friends who have food businesses um who had kind of like adapted their model and like were doing deliveries and maybe needed photos and I was like I'm happy to take photos for you so I did a couple a few things like that which was really nice um and a couple of actually shoots that I had lined up um that were obviously like on location um they ended up saying are you okay to shoot from home um and they sent me like their products and doing that I mean I, I'd say like over the last well bar like maybe last week before last week um I'd had maybe one or two days of like work a week which is actually really like, I know I'm quite surprised by that I didn't think that I was going to get even that um so I'm really grateful for that uh and then the other days instead of I guess doing recipe development and and all that kind of thing for clients and brands I've just kind of been doing it for myself um which is really nice and doing things that I've had like on my list for so long that I've just never had time to do um so yeah I suppose in a way it's changed this, that work structure like it's been a lot more quiet a lot more quiet but in a kind of nicer in a nice way um but yeah i guess we'll see how it, how it unfolds and how it changes but that's what it's been so far which is good yeah that's great that's that you could do some of the shoots at home and i guess that's the that's the beauty of what you're doing it is quite sort of transferable it doesn't have to be in a studio or yeah. a location yeah um i was thinking about this earlier actually and i think i think i probably spoke about this last time i was on the podcast which i don't know was that like was three years ago, ago wasn't it you're one of our first because we we interviewed you in that tiny cupboard <laughs> yeah i remember <laughs> which we definitely don't do anymore <laughs> but that so it must have been like season one or two i think one, i think it was episode nine yeah you're an og <laughs> um I think I remember like back then that was kind of like at the beginning of when I was like trying to figure out exactly which direction I wanted to go in and what I was doing and um I think I had such a fear of like I was just I loved doing so many different things and I always had this fear that you know that saying where it's like jack of all trades master of none and I was like oh god like I'm gonna I can do lots of different things but I'm never gonna be like excellent at one thing um and I always thought that that wasn't going to work in my favor um and that wasn't really the done thing everyone's always like okay so what do you do and then when i list about five different things everyone's like oh okay and it, i always felt really weird about it but actually i think in the last like couple of months that's been quite good um because i've been able to like bring all of those things even though i know that <laughs> i know that generally it's good anyway and it's i've managed to make it work for the last couple of years and it's i love it um, but over the last couple of months, I think it's been really nice to be able to offer that to businesses and say, okay, well, you can't get, we can't get together for a photo shoot. We can't have a food stylist. We can't have a prop stylist or, you know, all of those different people in one room, but I can, I can try and do those things for you and like style it as well as photograph it and stuff, which has been, um, nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. I do think well, it's highlighted that it's, it can be useful depending on what you do but it can be useful to have some sort of portfolio career in that what you're saying you've got lots of different avenues to lean on whether something 
is not working or is not busy at that time, you've got something else to be focusing on. Yeah. Um, I also think generally like the nature of being freelance and having made the decision to be freelance however many years ago, you kind of end up being a it's kind of ingrained within you, like the un, like the ability to kind of like not handle but you're you're very aware of uncertainty and how uncertainty can affect your day to day life and the fact that okay, yeah, you might have like five jobs lined up for every single day next week, but then the likelihood is one of them is going to get cancelled. And you kind of build up that, uh, I guess, a little bit of resilience um, in the sense that it's fine. I've lost that one. Something else will come up. So, and you know that like I've, over the last couple of years, there are so many months where I've had like complete quiet. And then I've had other months where I'm literally busy every single day of the, of the week. Um, so I think that's been, it's, it's, it's kind of, made me a bit more like I don't know I think calmer um in this situation where I'm like okay it's quiet at the moment it's fine like things will get better and there will be a busy time again um so yeah what have you been making what's been on your list that you've actually been able to get around to doing oh so at the beginning of of quarantine after I had my like okay fine chill out do whatever and then was like okay I probably should be a bit productive um so I made a list I've got I, I actually tried looking it up like I wrote it down but it's been in my head but I actually found the original list and it says quarantine goals and so I like wrote down loads of different things that I wanted to achieve by the end of it and loads of I've got a separate one for like actual life goals and then I've got a separate one for cooking goals um so there's just been lots of things that I've wanted to do for a while or like recipe combinate like flavor combinations and ingredients that I've wanted to put together and use that I've just haven't had the time to um and also write these recipes down like I'm really bad whenever I do anything whenever I create something like cook or something, cook or bake I'm actually quite bad at writing the recipes down so I've made a point of doing that and like collating them and making sure that I have them somewhere and that next time I make them I know what I need to change because I always forget <laughs> Um, so that's been really nice but yeah I guess just things that I don't know if ever I were to have a bakery or a cookbook or something like that the kinds of things that I would want to put in there like I've always like in my spare time I've always um, tried to cook and bake in that way and use the kind of mix of like eastern and West, Middle Eastern and Western ingredients and, and baking styles. Um, so I've just been doing more of that, I guess, and like refining them. Um, and it's been really fun. Some have gone completely wrong and others have been good. So um, yeah, it's been nice with that. And also a lot of, in terms of cooking, I've been cooking a lot. I think I've actually cooked every single meal bar like two for the last two months for my family, which has been lovely. Um, but yeah I've, I've been doing a lot more of that um, and that's been good as well um, like refining those skills and stuff that maybe I didn't know how to do before which I think actually as well I've spent a lot more time doing those really slow cooking things um, that take time that really in normal life whatever normal life is um, I wouldn't have like five hours to kind of like I don't know cook something really slowly and 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 yeah um over low heat and stuff and been making stock every week 
like saving up all my vegetable scraps and making stocks um, and cooking like beans from scratch instead of from a tin and uh, pasta from scratch and just like loads of things like that, which has actually been, yeah, which has been lovely. It's so nice. I did some, um, uh, I've been doing pasta from scratch as well. And it's amazing when you do these things, you realize actually it does take a bit of time, but it's so easy and it's so enjoyable. And the satisfaction at the end of it yeah. far outweighs pouring a plastic bag of dried pasta into a pan. <laughs> it's so true. Like pasta really doesn't actually take that long. Like maybe something like ravioli takes a little bit longer. But actually, like on a weeknight, it's so much. It's 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 so easy to do that, um, and it's yeah. made me want to just do that in the middle of the week now. And I'm like, well, it's not. It's that whole barrier in your head as well. Of like, I remember when I was at uni, I never ever used to cook fish because in my head I was like, no, that's just the kind of thing that you eat at restaurants, and it's going to be so complicated. And like, I'm never going to do that. It's literally the easiest thing that you can cook. You just shove it in the oven, and like, once you get over that like barrier of oh that just sounds really complicated and it sounds really long and you do it once then you realize that you can it's fine and you can do it all the time completely yeah <laughs> no i couldn't agree more it is it's that barrier of just planning something in your head and actually the doing of it isn't a big deal especially if you do lasagna i found that's a really good midweek one because then you don't have to even shape the pasta you just roll it out and it goes straight on perfect that's true um although i have had the challenge of so i'm with my parents um and my dad's gluten-free he's also he's gluten-free but he's also super picky like there are so many things he doesn't eat like he doesn't eat aubergines doesn't eat courgettes doesn't like corn or like sweet corn and stuff like that and i'm like the thing is i know he likes them because there have been a few times where i've lied and i've said no no that doesn't have courgettes in it like or no that hasn't got aubergine in it. he's like this is great and i'm like see um, but it's been, it's been interesting to like balance that and meet those requirements. Like, there have been days where I've had, you know, he's had like something else and me and my mum have had, you know, at, like pasta that's obviously not gluten-free, but then I have tried making, I've made gluten-free pasta and I made like gluten-free quiche and I've done a couple of like baking bits that have been gluten-free. Um, so that's been an interesting challenge. But also pleasing How everyone, like I said. pasta go? Sorry to interrupt. No, not at all. Um, it actually went really well. Well, it, the pasta itself went really well. I used a mix of uh, rice flour and buckwheat flour. Um, and yeah, I think that was my mix. Um, and actually maybe a bit of chickpea flour. Um, and it worked fine. I'd actually intended to make shapes with it, um, like trophy, but because of the nature of the dough, it just didn't like hold together for that at all. Um, every time I tried to shape it, it completely fell apart so then I ended up getting super frustrated and almost throwing the dough at the wall and I just decided to like um roll it out and I, I ended up making up some random shape it was basically like tagliatelle but like cut in half in short shapes so the pasta was delicious and it worked really well and it cooked really well but then I made the mistake of um making like a uh, quite a spicy like tomato sauce to go with it um and my dad doesn't like spicy food. And I didn't realize it was gonna be as spicy as it was, but it didn't go down well. And I was like, oh my God, I went to the effort of making this gluten-free pasta and it did not go down well. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, it's good. I now have a gluten-free pasta recipe in my repertoire. So hopefully it will go better next time. 
Oh, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> I need to try that. Actually, I'd be so interested. To, I've never tried gluten-free pasta. Yeah. Um, if, yeah, you wouldn't have been able to tell, actually, I think. That was one of the ones, like the quiche you could tell, but the pasta actually couldn't. Have you tried making quiche with, um, like, an oat base, where you do kind of, you blitz up oats, and it's more like a dough that you press into the tin, and if you make, you make it, you can make it with, obviously, gluten-free oats. That's really good. I haven't tried that. I use oat flour a lot in cakes and other, like, other recipes, but I haven't actually done an oat flour um, quiche, but that sounds like it would be delicious. I've just used loads of buckwheat, I think, because I've had quite a... I had quite a bit of buckwheat before this and obviously we had like the whole flour shortage thing um, and everyone going nuts for flour. So I just ended up having to use whatever I had. Um, but yeah, I should give it a go with oats, to be honest. I like the flavour. Yeah, it's good. I like the flavour of buckwheat in savoury stuff. It's nice. I do. Um, sometimes it can be really overpowering. And yeah, like a mixture with something else tends to work better. Yeah. Um, yeah, you need to like blend it, I think, to get the right balance. But then I also, I, I started getting really bored of um, just making like rice and quinoa because uh, like, I love all different grains and obviously most of them aren't gluten-free. So mm -hmm. I got really bored. So then and the one time I think I've been to um, the Middle Eastern supermarket in the last two months, I went and I was like, okay, I'm going to go stock up. Um, and I ended up just getting buckwheat like um, and cooking that so not buckwheat flour, um, and been having that basically instead of rice. And it's so easy, it cooks in 10 minutes. Um, and it's delicious, like really, really, and it actually tastes, I think it tastes quite different to the flour. I find buckwheat flour quite smoky sometimes. Um, whereas buckwheat itself is not like that. I don't know, it's, yeah. it's really delicious. Yeah, I'm gonna try that. I've got the groats, because I really like them in granola. I really like the crunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried uh, just cooking it, so maybe I will. Try it. It's delicious. <laughs> so, Safia, when you're um, shooting at home, what's your, just back to photography, what's your setup like, I was wondering? Do you, is it that different to when you're shooting on location? Um, not that different, to be honest. Uh, I, I'm always by a window. Um, I always shoot with natural light I don't use any artificial lights or anything so um I'm, I'll always find a spot at home um that's by a window and I'll set up um yeah I just it's the same really like my tripod and my laptop and and just trying and make and do I guess the only difference is that there's not someone else who's there to like style it so I'm doing both sides of things which I guess I'm used to from doing stuff like um like my caffeine recipes and um back when I used to like post stuff on a blog and things like that so I'm it's not unheard of for me to do that um but it does it slows you down a little bit in terms of like if there's a shot list that a, a client sends you and they're like okay I want this 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 and you think in an, on a normal day if there's someone who's able to put that together for you and you just kind of figure out the lighting and, and the camera then you can do that quite quickly but it's taken me a little bit longer um, I think because I have to consider the other elements um, and then yeah I used to get quite frustrated shooting at home because I used to just get really bored of like the props and setups that I have and I was like I just feel like all the photos look the same um, so it's been quite fun trying to change that up and see how I can make it look like a completely different situation even though it's actually the exact same room 
um, using different backgrounds and linens and um, I did a shoot for a client recently and we ordered in some plants from Patch Plants to get like a botanical vibe going on which was really cool um, so yeah um, if anything like it's been a fun challenge I'd say uh, again I guess there's also the element where you're it's quite you, I mean everyone is obviously alone at the moment but the thing I love about shoots and the thing I love about my job is the kind of interaction with people so I've missed that a lot um but other than that it's been fine and I feel like I've I've definitely learned a lot um and yeah that was one of actually one of the things that I put on my quarantine goals list was to kind of do sh more shoots at a bit of a slower pace and just um improve certain things like that I've wanted to work on and also I've kind of ended up teaching myself um how to use another editing software which is something that's been on that I've wanted to do for ages and I did know how to use it and I did own I did use it in my photography before but mostly only to tether which is like to shoot and it's kind of live shooting and you see the, the photo comes up on your screen and then I would edit in another software um but I've managed to through the shoots that I've done at home, teach myself how to use another one, which I'm really happy about and I actually prefer it, um, which is great. That's really cool, yeah, it's so, it's so good to, I think that's happened a lot, things that one's kind of had on a list to learn about a bit more or to look into a bit more, get a bit more expert at, it's nice to actually have the time yeah. to kind of follow through. Yeah, it is. Um, I think I, I was actually speaking to a friend about it a couple of days ago and we were saying, it was the first time we'd caught up in a while and we were saying, so how's lockdown been? And both of us were like, we've actually really enjoyed it. I don't know if that's really bad to say. Um, obviously there have been like things like sacrifices and, you know, have taken a, a, a cut in work and, and things like that. But I don't know I think it's been like when does life ever throw you a break like as in like when do you ever get two months of just things just kind of slowing down I feel like it's like the world's telling us you guys need to chill out a bit um which is yeah which is nice and it's it's nice to have been able to do the things that I do more slowly and actually appreciate them and take my time on them how have you been yeah. coordinating with clients? Kind of, do you, are you sending photos mid-shoot or are they just kind of letting you run with it and you kind of come back to them at the end? Yeah, it's mostly, um, it's mostly the same in the sense that I get sent a brief um, and then I'll speak to them beforehand and like usually they'll put together a mood board or I'll contribute to the mood board or something like that. And so I get a feel for what it is that they want. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, there have been a couple of occasions where I've like sent them like just a couple of shots on my phone of the setup and the props that I'm using just to be like, hey, are these colours okay? Is this the kind of like palette that you want to go for? But generally it's been like, just run with it and do what you think um, is best, which is, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's been nice to have that like freedom, I guess. And like they trust, the, like knowing, like the feeling that like, they trust you to do that. Um, yeah. And have you been working with people you've worked with before or have you got any new clients through this as well? Um, so at the beginning when I um, 
like worked with a couple of those food businesses like that were friends of mine I'd never really shot for them before um I'd worked with them in other ways but I hadn't taken photos for them and so hopefully I mean they've said you know we'd love to work with you again hopefully like when this is all over um so that would be nice uh and then others um are yeah I've had a few like that I've worked with before which has been nice um I have a regular client um that I usually do stuff for like every week and at the beginning there, there wasn't really much going on but um slowly I've started to do more stuff with them and actually in the last two weeks um so where are we what day is it Thursday I think um last week was the first time I tried doing an actual socially distanced shoot so I actually ventured out um I, this was before like the announcement was kind of made that okay you can you can go back to work if you have to um, and a lot of my job is like, I can't I can't do a lot of it from home, like, especially if there are specific things. So a friend of mine, um, Carla, who is um, I don't know if you know Still Life Flowers, um, she messaged me, and she obviously her the majority of her work is events. Um, so she messaged me. She's like, okay, so I'm I'm trying to rethink how to do things, and I want to do flowers for collection, like from different places around East London. Would you be up for shooting it? And initially I was like, yeah, I'll come pick up the flowers and I'll bring them back home and I can do it at home. And she was like, no, like I need to like arrange them. Um, would you be up for doing it at my studio? And I was so like, I was actually really nervous about it when she said that. Cause I feel like now I've broken out of the bubble now, but when I hadn't broken out of the bubble, I was really nervous about, I don't know, leaving it. I feel like I'd kind of got into such a routine. Um, I think everyone's gotten into a bit of a routine. Um, it's even funny. I was, joking about it but like I tried to zoom with a couple of school friends last week and normally obviously in like London life it takes you about 10 weeks to like organize something with anyone but it, even though none of us really have much going on it still took us three different dates to try and get a zoom conversation in but anyway sorry that was a digression <laughs> um so yeah I was nervous about it and then I spoke to her about it and and I kind of voiced my concerns and I was like oh I don't know like I don't know whether we should be doing this and it's actually going to be quite hard to socially distance and stuff and she was like, it's fine. Like, I totally understand if you feel uncomfortable with it. But I was like, do you know what? I have to start somewhere. Like, we can't stay like this forever. Like, I have to find a way of being able to do what I do. Um, and that was quite a nice way to start because it was literally, it was just me and her in her studio um, and the doors wide open, basically outside. Um, took masks and gloves and stuff and had like uh, hand sanitizer. Um, but yeah that that ended up it worked really well i'm really glad i did it as well um and a broke out of the like oh i never want to leave home again um and the fear of it and stuff uh and actually i'm really happy with the photos as well so i guess it was kind of like a a win-win um and so again this week that regular client that i was talking about before um we also did another shoot socially distanced um and I think we're planning on doing that again, like at least once or twice a week from now on. So it will be nice to have a little bit more routine again. Um, it is hard to kind of make sure that you do enforce that socially, like keep two meters away. Um, you're so conscious of it. And I, I'm, I hate like, I don't know. I just, I, the, the one thing I don't like about, well, I mean, there are obviously many things I don't like about the situation, but I don't like treating people like there's some, you know, you feel like you're treating someone like there's something wrong with them. You're just assuming that they've got something. And I really don't like that. Um, 
I'm usually such a like huggy person and like, as soon as I see someone I want to run in and give them a hug and stuff so it's been really weird trying to not do that it's like, I feel like it's not in my nature um but I think everyone knows you know there's a reason why we're doing it it's not because I don't like you and it's not because you smell so <laughs> yeah maybe frame it as you're protecting that person rather than you don't want to be near that person yeah exactly um yeah so I don't know I don't know whether this is you know everyone keeps talking about the new normal yeah. I don't even know what the original normal was but like maybe this is I don't know what it's going to be like like maybe you know before all this I'd said I I'd also done quite a bit of like um work with cafes and doing like kind of consultancy I suppose and developing menus and developing recipes for them and I really really loved that and I kind of said at the beginning of this year I want to do more of that like obviously maintaining my photography as well but I wanted to try and do more but then I'm over the last two months pretty much all I've gotten is photography and I'm like okay maybe the this stuff you know the digital side of stuff and photography and websites and content is what's more important at the moment and what might be more important for the next few years so um I guess just have to take it as it comes and see yeah what comes my way and what people want mm. I'm really interested to see kind of how it unfolds and whether whether there'll be some sort of capacity for events by Christmas or whether it's just not a thing that's going to be happening this year yeah I guess it it really depends on you know the control of it and and the and the safety of it yeah I mean had you told me in March that it we would be in lockdown for two months I would have been like what no <laughs> there's no way um but it has it's been over two months now so I don't know it could be like this till the end of the year you never know um but I'm glad to see that there's some progression like you moving and, and yeah saying people saying that we're allowed to go back to work and especially if you have to work in you can't work from home and even though it must be really weird to be on a set two meters from everyone at least you have got that interaction and that communication even if it is at a distance but it is in real life which is definitely different to just doing it online yeah exactly no it was it was really nice like I was really nervous I felt like I was going back to school um, <laughs> I, was, I actually I remember the day that I was supposed to go and I was so nervous I was like oh god have I got everything like what do I need have I got my hand sanitizer um but afterwards like I realized that actually it was really nice to get out of the house um and do something and they weren't massively long days I think because you know everyone's kind of aware of what's going on and doesn't want to spend too much time outdoors um I had to drive there as well I think I'm one of those weird people that I actually used to really enjoy my commute because um, I live in the suburbs so I'd get the train in and then I'd get the tube from Victoria um, so I do miss that a little bit but driving on London roads when it's completely empty has actually been incredible like it's quite it's sad because you're like this city is usually buzzing and there's people everywhere you look but at the same time I was like this is a dream like normally if I was driving through London I would be stuck in traffic for about three hours hmm. so. it feels like going around when you um, when you're driving around at kind of 5am in the summer and it's still and it's really light outside I, it always feels like a bit of a treat I just I love it right riding around it's nice <laughs> with your windows down and music up and like blasting like yeah, yeah, the buildings and it's it was really pretty um, yeah it is it's 
yeah it was eerie like I was I was on Carnaby Street um and literally I was the only one on Carnaby Street it was the weirdest weirdest feeling I was like this is yeah really strange but um I don't know yeah cool is there anything else you want to talk about work-wise or anything else generally um I don't know I don't think so has it changed your family life at all um I mean I haven't like my brother um I haven't seen him well I've seen him I drop I've been baking stuff and like dropping it at his house basically every weekend so I go and stand like actually we've probably been like a solid four meters away. I don't know why we exaggerate so much but literally I, he's always like standing outside his house and I was by my car um so I really miss like we have such a um I don't know Sundays for us are such a big thing and my brother and his fiance always come over every Sunday for dinner so I've really missed that um and obviously the fact that my other brother who's abroad was supposed to be here um and I just keep like imagining if he was here it would, it would actually be so much fun like being locked in with him he's like I always say he's my biggest fan like he will eat anything and everything and he gets so excited when there's something in the oven and he requests stuff like the rest of my family like you know they like food but he's like he's crazy like worse than me um so I miss not having that um and other than that um I guess it's just I've just spent more time with my parents um which has actually been really nice we have we, we all go on um the three of us go on bike rides together a couple of times a week we started doing it every day at the beginning of lockdown um because it was just a nice way to get outside. Uh, I actually don't think I'd picked up my bike since I was maybe 15. Um, and we've been living in this area for about 15 years. And I'm not joking, we've discovered places that honestly I never knew existed. Um, so yeah, we've been going on lots of bike rides together and walks. Um, and they've been eating everything that I cook without questioning it, which has been pretty nice. So I've just been like, okay, what do I feel like cooking today? And they'll, they'll eat it. Um, but yeah, other than that, I guess just more intense family time. <laughs> cool. Cool. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to say, but I don't think there is. No, I think I mean, we've covered. Yeah, we've covered lots of, of good topics. Um, so nice to chat to you. Thanks. No, thank you guys. Cool, we'll catch up with you soon. I need to make your book lava recipe, which looks delish. Yeah, I thought I was, this is the thing that, like, I was so nervous about that, um, about, I don't know why, I think I was actually nervous for three days before doing um, that Instagram live, because I'm so used to being on the other side, of, like, behind the camera, and I was like, oh god, this is like, and I use, my Instagram, I'm very much, like, I don't, I keep my face off it, or I keep my personal life quite off it, um, so I was really nervous about, like, breaking that barrier. But it was so much fun. I loved it. Um, and a few people have made it. So it's a really nice feeling to see that. That's really cool. Fun. I'm going to make it as well. <laughs> it is delish, but you have to wait 24 hours. What? Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks so much. And yeah, keep in touch. We'll chat soon. Likewise. Speak to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.